0: You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio, heard weekdays from noon to one. Oh, no. Fight back with Libby Zneimer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. Do Canadians pay too much? tax. According to the Fraser Institute, the answer is yes, and they have a new report called Canada's Rising Personal Tax Rates and Falling Tax Competitiveness. It studied combined federal and provincial marginal income tax rates on earnings all the way from $50,000 a year to $300,000 a year, adjusting for the U.S.-Canada exchange rate, and they found that at Every level of income, Canada's tax rates are higher. Now, of course, there are reasons of that, our health care being one of them. But are we harming our nation? Are we harming our pocketbooks? The numbers to call. 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-744-740. Want to hear if you think you are paying too much in tax and perhaps getting too little for that money? Right now, we are going to Robert Murphy, who is a senior fellow at the Fraser Institute and an author of this report. Welcome, Robert Murphy.
1: Thanks for having me. Glad to be here.
0: Okay, you're very welcome. So how did you look at this and evaluate this?
1: Well, sure. So your, your summary was excellent there. But just to reiterate, yeah, we, we looked at, we took the federal and provincial um, income tax codes and compared them with in the U.S., you know, the state in terms of the federal and state income tax. And as you said, we found for various levels of income, such as 50000 150000 300000 if you ask what would be the combined income tax rate that someone making that level of income would face? And you rank all those jurisdictions that the Canadian provinces are dead last. In other words, they have the highest burden more than any of the other 50 states, even California. So I think that you know sh- should serve as a wake-up call for Canadians just to realize that if they're all the provinces are dead last in a ranking of that whole region, that's showing just how high those income tax rates are.
0: Uh-huh. Uh, aren't there some good reasons for that? For instance, our health care system?
1: Well, sure. So that's a great question. A lot of people are asking that. So obviously in this study, we're not addressing the issue of optimal health care uh, government policy. But what I think what a lot of Canadians don't realize is the U.S. government at the federal and state level combined, they spend about the same percentage of GDP on public health expenditures as the Canadian system does. So, I mean, the claim could be the Americans are way overpaying for what they get, and that's that's a defensible argument, but I'm saying you can't explain the higher Canadian tax rate by saying, oh, because they need to pay for health care, because the U.S. government's various levels have the same, you know, share of the economy in that expenditure, so that's not accounting for that difference.
0: Uh, I want to get on to the percentage, and I'm looking at an, an, for a note, but I, I can't quite find it, and... Apparently, our lowest combined tax rate was about 26 percent. Uh, and uh, at a similar income in the United States, their highest was 21 percent.
1: Well, yeah. So I think you were looking there just at the, at the provincial codes. Uh, but, yeah, if you look at the combined rates, um, for example, for people making $150,000, yeah, the lowest one would be Alberta with a 41 percent combined federal provincial level Whereas California's is only 33%. Okay, and California is notoriously a high tax state. There are states like Texas. In Florida that don't have any state income tax. So it will be even a bigger gap between the provinces and the U.S.
0: You know, I, th- I think uh, most of our audience wouldn't necessarily have too much sympathy for people making $150,000 a year. It's a pretty good income. Uh, but one of the things that you say is that when it comes to taxes and other things, people are considered to be high income at a much lower level.
1: Right, exactly. So just to follow up on your comment there, so it's true we do look at those levels, but even if you just look at people making 50000 a year, that same result holds the Canadian provinces are dead last in terms of the tax burden. Um, but, yeah, as far as your, your question, you're right. An issue is, and this is the thing that our study accounted for, for example, in California, their top income tax rate doesn't kick in until people make at least a million dollars or more. Okay. Whereas there's a lot, you know, in, in the provinces – some of the thresholds are even in the hundreds of thousands, um, depending on which which province you're looking at. So, so yes, it's not merely that the rate is higher, but that it, it, in Canada it applies to people who make lower income than it would in the U.S.
0: Okay, and, and you know when you look beyond the tax rates and at certain programs, right? Uh, what is considered high income? If there's any kind of benefit, it is out by the time you make sixty or seventy thousand dollars in a lot of cases
1: yeah exactly, and so that's partly what we're focusing on here is this isn't just you know whining crocodile tears for oh the super rich and they have to pay that's not what we're saying here we're pointing out that high income professionals though people who make a hundred to two hundred thousand a year that's exactly the kind of people that you know need to be encouraged to go to the provinces to start new businesses and so on so if you're taking more than half of their income right off the top, that's a disincentive, and you're you're right, the lot of people don't qualify for other programs, so they're kind of caught in the middle where they don't qualify for subsidies, but yet they're paying a huge percentage of their income in taxes.
0: Uh, and looking at the international comparisons here, Canada had the seventh highest combined top tax rate out of 34 countries. Ideally, where do you think we should be on that list?
1: Well, obviously, nobody, you know, it can't be that everyone's number one, right? So if you're going to do a ranking, some people are going to be there. So I think you're right, your listeners are right, if they're thinking, well, what do we get for our money? But but yes, I think the idea is here to show that other, it's not merely that even, you know, covering healthcare expenditures explains it because there's plenty of countries on that OECD list that also, you know, cover their healthcare expenditures and yet their tax burden is lower. So I think. Just, it's not that there's a magic slot in the ranking where it should be, but that Canadian policymakers and the public should realize just how uncompetitive they are. In the long run, that's going to have a drag on economic growth.
0: Okay, uh, people, I would like to throw it out there for you as well. Are you paying too much in taxes? Is this study proof that you are? The number is to call 416-360-0740, toll-free 866 740 I'm here with Robert Murphy from the Fraser Institute, and everybody hang on. We're taking another break, and we'll be right back. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. We are talking about our tax rates, how it affects competitiveness. Do you think you're paying too much in taxes? Uh, almost every jurisdiction, every jurisdiction in Canada pays more than in the United States. Is that a fair comparison? Let us go right to the phones. We've got Doug and Lindsay. Hi, Doug.
2: Hi, Libby. Yeah, having just finished uh, doing my income tax, I'm a little upset about the taxes we pay. But I think... uh in reality, we have to consider the geography of our country, the highways. They uh, got fewer people to pay for the per mile than they do in the U.S. They've got more concentration there, yeah. and I think there are other ways that we could say we don't. I mean, we've got what almost fifty percent the number of uh, federal politicians that the Americans have. Same thing provincially. Doug Ford thought it was a good idea to cut back the size of city council. I think it would be a good idea to cut back the size of provincial council, county. Uh,
0: well, <laughs> I don't know if that's going to save any money, but Doug, it's certainly a thought. Thanks for that. Okay. Yep. Let's go to Tim in Brampton. Hi, Tim.
2: Hello. You My m- question is it's nice to compare Canada to California, but to compare a province population wise to California, did this study take into consideration population?
1: Robert? Okay, sure. So yeah, the, the quick answer is no, we didn't adjust for population, but we So therefore it's
2: a dumb mm. study.
0: Oh, well, I don't know about we could we well, could oh, use let, nicer let, words. Let, okay,
2: it, it's a foolish study. But the thing is, Canada keeps and Canadians keep wanting more. Our politicians keep promising more. Our Canadians want less taxes. Our politicians keep saying less taxes. Eventually, we got to pay. Somewhere along the line, we got to pay. But to say California's got a better thing going than any province in Canada, that's just ridiculous. I don't care. Yeah, I agree, this Fraser Institute, whatever. But the truth is, compare me to something that's of equal quantity.
0: Well, thanks, Tim, for your call. Uh, okay, well, he didn't mince words. Bob Murphy, uh, we are we are less than a week away from a federal budget. What are you hoping to see in that budget?
1: Yeah, and I, I guess just to uh, uh, respond to that last caller, of course, we're not saying, oh, California is the model. Our point was California, with its reputation of being very high tax notice, Still has a lower tax burden. That that was the the implication there. Yeah, yeah, at this point, so yeah, we're not giving formal recommendations per se. We're just saying that to the extent that um, policymakers want to have an environment that's welcoming to high income individuals, entrepreneurs who want to start new businesses, that these you know the results of the study just show how on paper on that one dimension of tax rates, all the provinces are at a significant disadvantage, and so they may want to consider that as they move forward with the budget.
0: Well. The the liberals raised some taxes in 2016, and then Donald Trump came in and he cut tax rates. There, is that something that you think we have to be responding to?
1: Yeah, so I'm glad you brought that up. That um, you know these issues of well, hey, the the Canadian governments take on more issues than the American or the U.S. That's certainly true. But again, what you just pointed to is a lot of these tax hikes have been implemented in, the, in just the recent few years here. So. This isn't like a longstanding tradition. This is just a relatively recent thing. And you're also right, too, that the direction of the U.S. is in drastic tax rate reductions that just exacerbates that competitive gap. So it's not that the Canadian government needs to just do whatever the U.S. governments do, but the fact is it, it certainly makes their situation worse if the U.S. is going the other way with tax reform.
0: Well, yeah, and I mean, you know, the criticism, obviously, of the U.S. tax reform is that it's very nice for billionaires, but perhaps not the rest of everyone.
1: Sure, and so obviously, it does help them, but I mean, a lot of people own stock in corporations. That's the major, you know, retirement component for people. So, to have the corporate income tax reduction, that that helps all those people as well. But more generally, again, what we're focusing on here in this study is business startups. And so people in, you know, not billionaires, but people in the range of 100 to 300,000 a year, you know, someone who starts a new business and pours his heart and soul into it, that's the kind of thing they're going to see out of that in the short term. And so if you're taking more than 50% off the top in certain places, that just is a really deadening effect.
0: Uh, yeah. And uh, so uh, w- did you uh, have any budget cons- pre-budget consultations or uh, basically we're seeing this report?
1: Uh, I'm I'm sorry, could you repeat that?
0: Uh, Pre-budget consultations with the minister, did you make any representations? or?
1: Oh, no, I mean, I think we're just relying on publicly available information, and I'm not directly, I'm just putting out this report for public consumption, if if that's what you're asking. Uh
0: Uh-huh, and is there any call to action in it?
1: Yeah, so the, the call to action is just for policymakers to consider, as you mentioned before, rolling back, Some of those recent tax increases, especially in the provinces that have had those, um, just for an aim of of reducing that gap. So we don't give a particular number. That's obviously a subtle issue involving the budget and so forth, but just point out that this gap is, is pretty large, and they should consider closing it.
0: Okay. Well, we uh, here in Ontario have a provincial budget with a new conservative government coming up at the beginning of April, so uh, we'll have to wait and see. Robert Murphy, thanks so much for being with us.
1: Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure.
0: You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one.